Chris Hansen here, and I'm gonna need you all to take a seat right over there and check out Birds vs. Boys. I think you're completely right here, and I hate it. Yeah. Stop doing dumb things. I got two phones. Upside alert, upside alert. I might go insane. I think you're already there. There's no hope. Hope Studio. is gone. If this was an AFC North podcast, we'd be done in 15 minutes. Bob Hope. I'm gonna drink bleach. That is the team you promised me you were gonna be this year. This is the Consciously Hopeful podcast. I'll be watching. This could be it in more ways than one. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> All right. Bonus episode, a little weekend edition. We did it last week with the Matthew Stafford new Deshaun Watson news. A uh, little bit different news this week because it hits home. So Carson Wentz is looking like it's going to be on his way out. Trade is imminent within the next few days. So we'll talk about it a little bit and here with producer Vince and uh, give our destinations for where we think he's going to end up after Philadelphia. So Vince, thanks for, for hopping on on a bleak day for me, but how are you? Uh, you know, it's, it's good to see that the only guy that deserves to keep his job is the, the only one that doesn't deserve to keep his job is the one that keeps his job. That Master I think that's preservation. Like, yes, I was about to say. I I compared him to Peter Pettigrew. He's getting mm. dangerously close to rivaling cutting off his own toe and living as a rat for twelve years. In terms of self preservation, is Howie Roseman. It is ridiculous, and I think that's got to be the one takeaway from this. Is just Doug's gone. Carson's going to be gone. Howie Roseman is somehow still here. I feel like Doug, when he went down to talk to Jeff Lurie, was like, "It's Howie or me," and he was like it's Howie and then Carson probably said the same thing it's starting to feel that way and I know the reports back then when Doug was fired everyone's like well he had a strained relationship with Carson so I guess this means Carson will be here Carson won and now he's on the way out the door now too and it's part of the reason being is because he still has a quote-unquote strained relationship with the franchise so if the coaching staff turned over he still doesn't want to be here. Who's at fault? I don't think Doug and Carson liked each other, but I don't think it's as serious as like, I don't think it's as, it's not the same kind of dislike that they have with Howie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I they're, won't, they're like, I won't work with Howie, but they're like, I'll work with, like, they'll work with you. Like Doug and Carson will work with each other. They just won't like it. Yeah. I think we all have coworkers who are like, I will work with you because I get paid to do it. Do I enjoy mm-hmm. it? Not that much, but I will do it. They were like flat out. I am not dealing with this anymore. I do not want to deal with this organization. I think that's what scares me the most. Like, obviously I'm sad that he's leaving, but the fact that this, the one coach who brought you a Super Bowl won it out. And now the one uh, quarterback who kind of changed it. And you thought you had a franchise quarterback for the first time since Donovan went out. You start to say to yourself, like, what is going on here? Yeah, it's not it's not great because we kept the one the one toxic part part of this entire thing. Turns out Chip Kelly had a point the whole time. I was I was about to say that. So I saw a tweet before any of this came out. Uh, they were doing I, I should credit the podcast, but I don't remember who it was. They did a deep dive into Howie Roseman and just actually Andy Reid, really, because he's playing in the Super Bowl. His worst tenure as a head coach came in correlation with the three years that Howie Roseman was his GM. 
And it's the numbers are staggering. It was the only time three straight years he hasn't made the playoffs. And then after that, so he gets fired because of that. Andy Reid does. Goes on. Now he's going to back-to-back Super Bowls with the Chiefs. Chip Kelly comes in, takes one look at how he rose me. He's like, no, not a chance I'm working with this guy. Locked him in a broom closet yeah. down the hall. Yeah. Doug Peterson comes in. They were for a while. But in less than five years, in less than three after winning a Super Bowl, he's like, he leaves and literally tells Derek Gunn, no worries. I'm at peace with getting fired. Like, I'm done working here. Franchise <laughs> quarterback comes in. He's like, I don't care. Like, I will leave. Like, this is it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> are we i just don't get how we're not picking up on the issue here well i think it's time to move on from i honestly i'll root wherever i'll root for carson wherever he's at i'm gonna root for doug wherever he ends up and i'll hate watch the eagles i guess that's how i feel at this point i've i've never had a uh such a i we always hate on the eagles as a like a joke but now I'm just disinterested. I'm at the point in this toxic relationship where I've never been this disinterested in the team in my entire life. I think they're corny. I think they're losers. And I don't see them heading in a proper direction. Whether Carson was my favorite player or not, you know, I, I just don't see it. Uh, but you're right. It is time to move on. I think he'll go somewhere else and succeed. And I hope that for him because he's been through a lot of shit here. Um uh, and I'm sure we'll get more into that come our podcast this week. We have a big interview, but it's sounding like this week will be our official send-off of Carson Wentz. But before yeah. we send him off, he needs somewhere to go. So, Vince, are you ready for top five teams, top five destinations for Carson Wentz? I am ready. All right. Would you like me to start? It's usually a triangle here, but we don't have to. Yeah, count. you go first. Okay. Uh, so at five, I have the Raiders. Before Mike Mayock and John Gruden were were coaches or in their current positions, Mayock the GM, they were analysts, and they raved about Carson Wentz. They loved that guy. Go back and watch the tape of Monday Night Football games in Wentz's rookie year. Gruden is in love with him. They also were ready to move on from Derek Carr in the 2019 season, and they thought they had, after the meeting with Tom Brady's agent, they thought they were getting Tom Brady. So they're clearly willing to move on from Derek Carr. So at five, I have the Raiders. Both Philly guys, too. We're Philly ties. At least, Philly. yeah, kind of. <laughs> and um, I like Mayock my, too. Yeah, my number five, I have the Dallas Cowboys, just because I, I would <laughs> love to see what would happen. I love imagine? the chaos. <laughs> yeah, there was, you know, what they at, on during the draft in 2016, the Cowboys also had a top five pick, and they were interested. There is a, a video that goes back of Jerry Jones and Carson Wentz having a meeting, and. Jerry Jones was smitten with him. So <laughs> just for the that chaos be, that would follow, I would love it. I'd love the chaos. Yep. That'd be terrific. All right. At four, I have the Panthers. So we just talked to Colin Thompson, tight end. Wentz could be thrown to him soon. They, according to Inside the Birds podcast, the Panthers are in. They have talked to the Eagles about this. So that's confirmed by them. The one issue is they have a terrible contract with Teddy Bridgewater. They owe him $17 million guaranteed. Why would you structure his contract that way that you can't get out of it after year one? So they're in, but they have a clear obstacle. Uh, number four, I, I, also have, I also have the Panthers. Nice. Uh, another sort of Philly tie, Matt Rule. Not that that means anything really, I guess, but I would just like to see him go play Matt Rule's offense on that team that I think is – I mean. That offense is insane. Can you imagine him with Christian McCaffrey? Imagine him having a weapon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he might look a little better. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, that's another team where clearly on the up and up, we've talked about the Matt Rule trajectory before. Year one sucks. Year two, you look better. By year three, you're, you're just a wrecking ball. So that's And they have the pieces there, like you mentioned. The core is there. McCaffrey was hurt this year. Having him back, they'll be all right. They just need a quarterback. All right, at three, I have the Broncos. So Drew Locke is not the answer. This team is constantly looking for a franchise quarterback. John Elway is always in the market trying to find the guy for Denver since John Elway was the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would not be shocked if, if Carson landed out there so they finally get their franchise quarterback. And they've done the inverse of the Eagles. They invested in talent around the quarterback position and tried to get a quarterback to come in and have the talent surrounding him. The Eagles found the quarterback and then did not surround him with talent. So they're, the Broncos have done the inverse. So we'll see if it works out. And Carson's tall, so he checks all one of the boxes that John Elway needs in a quarterback. <laughs> Joe Flacco, Peyton Manning. <laughs> but yeah, that's, right, that's, I, the, uh, <laughs> that's the call with Howie Roseman. How tall is he again? 6'5". Yes, you can have two first-round picks. Can you imagine like how he looks at Kyler Murray and Drew Brees and Russell Wilson? Like, oh, he pukes. <laughs> cannot stand it. Meanwhile, he's throwing Drew Locke out there every week. All and right. He, he has to he has to go against Justin Herbert, who's 6'5 <laughs> twice a year. He probably just bangs a head, his head off the wall thinking, how can this not be me? <laughs> All right, number three. Um this team was gonna get brought up. I have the Indianapolis Colts. You know how how much I love Frank Reich. I, I've loved that team since Super Bowl 41 that we talked about on the last podcast. That's always been my AFC team. I would love to see him go. All the weapons, their defense is great. They got an O line. Like that would be the. I think it's the perfect spot for him. I agree with you. I have foreshadowing. I have a feeling they're going to be coming up again here soon. We're not done with <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> At number two, I have the Bears. So uh, here's my here's my selling point. Carson Wentz is not Mitchell Trubisky. Do I have to go beyond that in terms of that's why it. this would make sense? I think that's, that's very it. clear. Number two, the Bears, because he's not Mitchell Trubisky. Number two, I have the Bears, because he's not Mitchell Trubisky. And also, I need to see like Nick Foles as Carson's backup again. That would be the funniest thing in the end. That would be the best. Like, the top storyline in the NFL next season is Carson oh, Wentz and Nick Foles are on the same team again. Can you imagine yeah, – I- I would. I want a camera on Nick Foles and Carson Wentz the second the trade gets announced. That would be the funniest thing ever. Both of them mm-hmm. being like, "Are you kidding me?" I know. <laughs> you could not make that script up. If that were a movie, you know, it, it would be an unrealistic movie plot line for them to end up in the same place mm-hmm. somewhere else. <laughs> or, or if we get Nick Foles back in the trade. Or if we get Nick Foles back, yeah, and that's what I actually want. Because all the Wentz detractors over the years who should have kept Foles people who then rooted against Carson, which means they were rooting for Jalen Hurts. Now you have to choose between two mediocre backup quarterbacks. I don't know what you guys are going to do with Foles and Jalen Hurts on the same team. What are all the anti-Wentz people going to do when both quarterbacks that they've been begging to start for the last four years are now competing against each other? I know. Which one of their own arguments do they go back on? (laughs) Right. One way or another, you're going to be wrong. (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty funny uh, and i do i could see that happening somehow some way it will happen I, we know some pretty specific people who are going to be who are going to be uh going back on what they said mm-hmm. 
tweets. You got to start Jalen Hurts, and we're going to pull up all the receipts from the Nick Foles tweets. Be like, what about what you said about what about when you said this about Nick Foles? What about what about when you said this about Jalen Hurts? And it'll, if you're it'll like, be, it'll be like week people, week quarter to quarter. Yeah, people listening to this that follow Philly media probably know exactly who we're talking about. We don't have to. Yeah, we don't even have to name drop names. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be. I'll tell you what. This is a tough day for them too. I actually like Carson Wentz. But their whole brand has been hating this guy who does nothing but like give you ge- generic press conference speeches and love Jesus and donate to charity. So I'm yeah. very excited for your next step and who you're going to hate in Philadelphia. <laughs> Look out, Joel Embiid. I know you're having an MVP season and saved all the employees and paid their salaries last year. But someone who's likable needs to be hated here. Well, Ben Simmons is next. They're coming for him. Ben Simmons is I think he's already here. <laughs> they already started coming for him. Yeah, it's gonna it's not gonna be pretty for him if Carson Wentz is gone. When Carson yeah. Wentz is gone. When Carson Wentz is gone. Yep. All right. And when he is gone, I think at number one, it'll be the Indianapolis Colts. So aside from the obvious ties, Frank Reich, they're supposed to hire Press Taylor as well. Also, they have $55 million in cap space. So the contract situation that seems to be a bugaboo for everybody doesn't really apply to them. They can just flat out make this trade, eat that cap space and have more. And they don't have a quarterback. Like we're talking about some of these other teams, Derek Carr. He has money tied in 19 million guaranteed Teddy Bridgewater, all that stuff. Colts rivers is retired. They don't have to worry about it at all. They can plop him in and they are, they were a playoff team without him. So I'm very excited. I hope that happens. That actually ties in perfectly to my number one pick, who is the Indianapolis Colts again, because I really, <laughs> really, really want him to go to the Colts. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it because uh, on our other podcast here at Branded Drunk Off PNR, we were doing a list like this, and we did top five most overrated players. And I had to put Westbrook on there a few times just to make sure I was getting my point across. So I'm glad yes, that you went that fun. route as well. <laughs> well, my – yeah, if, like that's the same – you know, it's the same way he plays basketball. Just put him up there as many times as you can. And one of them's got to be one of them's got to be good. <laughs> For emphasis, you have to do it a few times. <laughs> but the Colts have so much money because get this, they draft well, so their young players are good. They're not paying anybody. <laughs> what a fascinating concept That's to crazy. like not have to build through free agency and you just like draft guys like you hit on your first round picks like Quentin Nelson. And like last year, instead of drafting a backup quarterback in the second round, they got Mm -hmm. Michael Pittman. And all of a sudden, he's pretty good. And you already had T.Y. Hilton. So all of a sudden, your team's pretty good. It's amazing how that works out. And then even the guys that aren't pro bowlers are still good enough to get you like Paris Campbell, Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor. They're all good enough weapons to put around an even decent quarterback. Like you saw Philip Rivers, Kobe Brissett. Like they're going to be fine. I mean, with Carson Wentz, that's a Super Bowl team. Yeah. I mean, they were they were in an AFC championship against the Patriots with Andrew Luck. He gets hurt, then he retires. So now they've been looking for a quarterback ever since. But they've always they've been afloat ever since then. The only thing that's been holding them back is the quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. And they, I, I can, I think that's the one though. It's the most obvious one. These other I teams, I think have. he might have as much success, but this is the Colts is the most obvious one to me. Yep. And honestly, we haven't talked about it. I don't care what we get back. Just get Carson out of here for his own good. I don't like for, 
You're right. Yeah. For his own good, this is it's time. I, I don't this even know what type of hole you get back. And you know what? Usually I'm a guy who's excited about draft picks, but I, I've seen them go down the drain so many times that I genuinely don't give a fuck how many picks we get back for him. And this team doesn't deserve assets, so I don't care what they get. Once they get assets, they blow through it. The Eagles and the U.S. government just really don't know how to handle any assets that are given to them. So who, yeah, who cares? I don't care what happens. I, I wish them the best, and I'm happy. For, like we said, we'll, we'll get into it more on Monday, but happy for the times, and maybe by the next time we record, one of these teams on our list will, uh, will have come true. Yep. Welcome back to the rebuild. Trust the process. Here you go. Trust the process. Goodbye, Carson. Thank you. All right. That was longer than five minutes.